0: Everybody, welcome back to Top Bins with Twins. This is Luke here and Paul. We are coming back to you all um, with a recap of Game Week 27 in the Premier League. Um, I think we're going to do a little Red Arrow, Green Arrow, Buy or Sell, um, and then maybe some top five transfers transferred in and transferred out. Um, So it's gonna brief little overview for the what we're going to be doing this episode. But I think that as of now, we're going to dive into a kind of brief, quick overview of some of the important matches this weekend. Okay. Um, So the first match of the weekend was Bournemouth versus Liverpool with Bournemouth coming away. What a shocker. (laughs) Actually, not even a a shocker. (laughs) What a start to the weekend, right? (laughs) Not even a shocker. With Bournemouth coming away with a 1-0 win. And honestly, you have to feel like they deserve the win with the past performances they put in i really think that um liverpool was pressing and having a salah miss a penalty like that you can't expect that um it's not something that's normally going to happen but nevertheless three points for them it's huge for them in their relegation fight and liverpool are stumbling yet again yeah that's kind of what we expect from liverpool this year right i mean they have a massive performance against United where they score seven goals. Probably one of the best wins ever in Liverpool history from a win over a rival with that amount. Mm-hmm. And then they turn around and drop points when they're right back in the hunt for top five, top four. And that that's just what we kind of expect from Liverpool this year. I mean, we know it's a transition year, we know they've had injuries. And that's just kind of one I just kind of. What it's going to be this year, right? I also think, though, from an FPL perspective, you see a lot of people who were transferring in Salah, bringing him in after that haul that he had 21 points. Yeah, they were excited, and bringing him in now puts you in a really tif- duff- difficult position because he blanks in the upcoming game week and then doubles after that. But it's not ideal matchups, it's not a great double. It's, it's not, not so it's you know, so that, that Bournemouth match was a major portion of why he was transferred in, and I mean, they. They have a difficult run of it after that, so they're gonna go. Um, what is that? Chelsea so it's, it's and Manchester City, City and then yeah, Chelsea. And both of those are away too. So I think um, being away from Anfield's really it, this season it makes a big difference for them. So yeah, they also if you just look at their all their next four fixtures, I think it's um, they play Chelsea. Manchester City, and then Chelsea. And somewhere in this, they play Real Madrid, too. That's, and then and that's Arsenal next Arsenal And then Arsenal the week after in game week 30. So, I mean, you, you have a run of – honestly, Chelsea's a little down this year, as we all know. But you put those four clubs together, and that is rough in any year. And this year, for Liverpool, it's – that's a lot to ask them before games, but let's see what they do. Let's, let's see what happens. Paul, to kind of follow up on that point, you were just having, um, Liverpool play Real Madrid on this upcoming Wednesday, March 15th. Mm -hmm. Um, and they'll, they'll be going away to Real Madrid. So they'll have to travel to Spain and that's, you know, one of the main, but the FA cup is their main reason why they're blanking. I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. So actually, yeah, they play city, um, next after, as you said, but in other notable matches, um, Personally, Leeds-Brighton was a rather <laughs> depressing event for myself. Do you, you want to do, do it now, Luke? Or you no, we'll come back to like it. We'll, I kind of want to have a little bit more of a segment on that. But okay. um, So a lot of FPL implications from Leeds and Brighton drawing 2-2. Two two. Mm-hmm. Um, Chelsea, 3-1 against Leicester. Honestly, Leicester, were very lucky not to have three men sent off in this match. Yeah, that was bad. It was. That was honestly kind of a disgraceful performance from Leicester. That, but also, I mean, if you're a United fan and you feel aggrieved by Casemiro, it is easy to make the comparison to this match and say, okay, why, why is this a red and that not a red? Different games. I I don't like the comparison. I don't know, but I could see why someone would be upset by that. So, um, also Harry Kane getting two goals, um, Son in the goals as well, uh, which is good for him. Love to to see the man score. Love to see him score. Do not see him as a viable FBL asset, especially with his price and. I mean you could well, take a one downs. week gamble on him and yeah pull but a they hat don't hat-trick. they don't really double so I think it's it's kind of duf- difficult from there. Um City coming away with a 1-0 win and then Arsenal 3-0 really Trussard. I mean Trussard, three assists um from really the good shadow performance. Realm. It, It's going to be interesting to see how they integrate Gabriel Jesus back in. Is he going he will obviously start sometime in the near future but who's going to be dropped? Is it Martinelli? Is it Trissard? Sokka seems locked on the right side. Yeah, we know but, Sokka's not going uh, anywhere. Saka Odegaard, I think Martinelli. I mean, Martinelli's form, almost impossible to drop. So, so Tresard to the bench, but he just put in three assists. So there, there's, it's good to see for Arsenal because they have high-level competition in the squad, and they're really pushing each other. So I yeah. think everyone's kind of you know making each other better in that scenario. Um, but mm-hmm. that's going to kind of wrap up some of the notable performances. There were others that went on, but nothing from an FPL perspective that we won't – either touch on later or that we think is overly relevant to the future. So, um, I think that'll kind of conclude our intro for this episode and we will come back with a version of red arrow or green arrow. Let's do it. All right. It's time for red arrow, green arrow. And depressingly, I was just looking at my ranks throughout all of FBL this whole year. I thought I was doing bad. And this cat, Paul, myself, has not gotten above three million. So having a podcast talking about FPL, I'm here for the vibes. Are you talking in the third person or like inversely like second and a half? Per- I don't know what you're I doing don't know. I'm breaking every wall.
1: Yeah. Every, every,
0: every wall I possibly can. That honestly kind of summarizes your life. <laughs> yeah. It really does. We're not talking about my life. Like. you just breaking down walls. <laughs> We're not doing this right now. Okay. <laughs> all right. Back to the football. <laughs> Back to red arrow, green arrow. So this week I'm currently on 52 points with a game week rank of 4.3 million, which is putting me on a red arrow, which we hate to see. But the good thing about that, as for all other FBL owners this week, is this, we have two more games this week. So are we doing punishment? We should just do punishments. Today. We should do a punishment. All right, go ahead. I actually... So later on, we'll do another punishment because of my Felix prediction that he was going to score a goal. Yeah, we'll come back and we'll do the same, same type I'm going to have... I have thoughts about that and we can talk about that then. Okay, well, we'll come back to that. All right, Luke. Go ahead. What's my punishment going to okay, be? Okay, so Paul, you have... Let me get a timer set up. Um, I'm going to tell you very briefly and you're going to dive right into it. Okay. So I want you so you have 30 seconds okay you have to explain this topic in depth as if you're an expert all right easy i want you to explain to me thermodynamics what? <laughs> and i'm going to give you a couple seconds God, i'm going to come off as such an idiot <laughs> and all right and your time is starting now go so the law of thermodynamics states that when two objects, damn, that's friction. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, the law of thermodynamics is how physics governs itself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, kidding. I'm kidding. Do you think thermodynamics <laughs> is like the Thanos of physics? rules and regulations? <laughs> what do you think this is? It was a joke. It okay, your time's joke. up. Your time's up. <laughs> I um, turned that into a comedy segment uh, on purpose for you all. Sure to you, so you did, know. yes. You stumbled <laughs> into that one. Okay, but just so you know, it really is do. it is the relationship between heat and other forms of energy. I knew it had something to do. That's why I said friction, because I knew it had to do with heat. Okay, well, you, you didn't say anything about heat. <laughs> I said something about friction, though. So I, am, I may be an idiot in some ways, but I'm not that big of an idiot. Okay, so I have a red arrow too. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, Luke. Was well and oh. I, there is a slight asterisk to that one because I have two players on my bench that blanked, did not even play at all in um, Diego Dallo and Emerson Royale. So I will be bringing in Ben White from a six pointer. Uh, actually, yeah, six. And then I'll bring in in James Tarkowski with another nine points. So my overall rank is very deceiving at the moment. Um, But I'm still on a red arrow, so I have to take the punishment, and we'll just roll with it. So, Paul, um, if you can come up with a topic off the top of your head, then let's go ahead and do it. All right, we're going to give me one second here. Okay, well in that moment while Paul's doing that, I'm gonna kinda give an overview Sorry, of my team. Um, and kind of demonstrate where my oh, team's oh, at. No, I'm ready. Stop. Cut you off. Are you ready? Sure. Do you have a timer on your phone, Luke? Can you I get do. it out? I don't have my phone. I'm ready whenever you are. Okay. In thirty seconds, Luke, I want you to describe to me what a C chord on the guitar sounds like. Okay, so Yo. we've got A, which is really low. Very low, low as you can go. That's, that's what A is. B, a little bit higher, you know, kind of more melodic, more kind of rhythmic to it. What about C though? A C is higher than the B, as you can imagine. The placement on the guitar, it is physically higher and not to mention higher on the musical charts as well. Uh, It is probably my favorite chord anytime I play guitar that, you know, I play guitar all the time. So, and that's it. I'm done. (laughs) Yeah, I was about to stop you. I mean, I'm sure I was close. Eh. I feel like my statements were pretty spot on. Yeah, okay. Um. The sad thing is, yeah. Okay, that I was right? <laughs> no. That I was right? Not, that, that's not what I was talking about. It's fine. It's okay. fine. All right. Let me, okay, I'll go continue what I was going to do before. And let me give an overview of my team and how they perform this week. Up yeah. to this point. I'll do mine after you. Because as Paul said, there's still two matches to go. Um, Brighton have, have Crystal Palace and Brentford play um, Southampton um, two days from now on Wednesday. So I had De Gea in my goal with eight points. And then Gabriel with a 14-pointer from his goal that was incredible. And then Dallow and Emerson Royale at the back, both who blanked and will be going to my bench at the end of the week. James Madison with another blank I just am perpetually frustrated with his Leicester teammates. Marte had a header from, I think it was two inches away. I don't, his, The XG on the shot was .97, and he still managed to sky this header. No, he didn't sky it. He sent it wide. I, it doesn't matter. He didn't finish it, and he just, all he had to do was tap it. We care about correctness here. We care about the them finishing points. chances, honestly. But right. okay. and then You aren't even, even worked up yet. I had McAllister. Yeah, we're, we're not even there yet. Saving the best for last. McAllister had seven points with his goal. Um, I think he got bonus as well. Um, yeah, yeah. He no, he did, he, he did got, not. He, he actually did not get any which bonus is points. Absolute crap. I mean, he got S- okay. And then yeah, it, uh, you know that's up for debate. But Sokka ended up getting three, so he blanked, got a clean sheet. Sully Marsh, my captain, had four points. We'll come back to that before I finish. Tony blanked and brought him in this week. <clears throat> and then I had Harry Kane with a the 13-pointer, the two goals. Really great performance, all bonus points. And Ferguson blanking. Um, but I want to go back to Sully Marsh. This is a safe space, Luke. Let it out. This is your therapy session for now. I just don't, I don't know where to start because we have the highs and lows of Sully Marsh being in a great position he's there the goal gets attributed to him and then retroactively gets taken away and you know i was i was okay with it i wasn't quite sure in the moment if he was the one who hit it in if jack harrison deflected it in it was hard to say in the moment we will i i complete in the moment we have no idea who scored the goal right right so i'm I'm like okay whatever and then you know, after the match is over, I go start scrolling through Twitter. No, I showed you this. I showed you. Okay, Paul showed me. Don't even don't even front. Paul showed me that it was Sully Marsh that got his foot in after Jack Harrison whiffed with his left foot, it looks like. and See, you, Okay, so I to defend Jack Harrison here for a second, I don't think he whiffed. I think Sully Marsh just beat him to the ball. There. Okay, so there's physically That's no the way. That's the second time you said that, and I just don't like it. Based upon the picture, if you freeze it, his foot is above the ball. Right? His foot is above the ball. Yes. And Sully Marsh's foot is below and tapping it vertically into the back of the net. Right? I just, I think that I could go on and on about this. I'm not going to, but I think that there was a serious miscall on whose goal that was. Right? So to me, as a non Sully Marsh owner, I'm perfectly fine with it. Let's let it ride. It's good. And yeah, that sucks for you, but like Okay, objectively, if you look at that video, you said so, you thought that Sully Marsh scored. So we, we can we can say from the angle that they found that did not pop up till after the match. The angle where you can see from behind the goal and you, you can see Sully Marsh's foot get in before Harrison Yes, it looks exactly like Marsh scored the goal. Right, okay, so, but 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 let me talk real quick, Luke. The thing is that that angle was not shown till after the game. Wrong, it was on the broadcast. That was just a zoomed in version of the broadcast. Wow. So I, I just don't understand how the Premier League cannot find the correct footage to really figure that out. And well, look at it. it feels I, a bit, I didn't see it till after the match, so it feels a bit lazy to me, and I it feels, am not happy about it. But you know, it's okay. I'm still having a good week. I'm happy with a, my team. A really good week. You know, I'm currently sitting on 69 points, counting the players that are going to come in, and you know, I, I'm happy with that. I did take a negative four, so really 65. Okay, <laughs> okay Paul. Keep going. Um, so I'm going to pass it on over to you. Give us a little over recap of your week um i could go on and on about Sully martian all right cool i'm cutting that. you off so <laughs> i'm gonna uh, pass it on over uh, uh. so i had a lot of the same people that luke does in his team madison saka mcallister who i capped this week and got 14 out of him which was good really Shocking, he doesn't get bonus points to me, but I don't understand how it's all calculated, all that, how that works. We know bonus points sometimes it's random, sometimes. It's uh, random. A big portion of that, Paul, is chances created. Yeah, and I think yeah. that he he was in good positions and didn't convert those. I mean, and you get this is this is another game that McAllister could have had two more goals. Right on here, top of that's that's the reason why he didn't get bonus points. I think is so because whenever you're in chances to convert and you don't, that's yeah. going to negatively impact your bonus fair, points. Fair, fair, fair. But okay, I also also this week I I just had a lot of bad luck in my defense. Like I have Trippier who gets an assist. I see that early on in the match. I'm like, all right, let's ride. This is awesome. And then the seventy eighth minute they concede to Wolves. Like Right. Yeah. Wolves. And then there's also I have two Brentford, I have uh bin me and then Raya. And mm-hmm. they concede to Southampton. No, not South who was that game against? Uh Brentford played it was um, Everton, yeah. They give up the goal. Um, to yeah, McNeil on like the like first miss half. A screamer. Yeah. I mean, it was a good goal, but I mean to get. I just, I got, I got played. I got played. But they also have this coming Wednesday to redeem themselves, so that's fine. I also had Matoma who got the assist. Kane the brace. Luke was talking about pulled in Tony this week, which was a major mistake. And it, what what I really love is the fact that Luke puts two people out there that. Blank, and then he slides in two people that have bring in what like 14 points off your bench, yes. But I will say, I strategically, before the matches, sure. I played them, I didn't think they were gonna play, so I was I placed my bench where I knew who'd be playing, who'd slide in, and yep. it, it worked out well for me. The Delo to on. I think well, the red actually helped a lot with that from Casemiro. Well, unlike Luke, I have Martinelli and Sanjay on my bench who combined for 14 points, Ouch. while I have. My defense that really is not giving me many points. That that is bad. But I've seen and some teams with like forty points on the bench, and that really would be should have bench boosted that week. That that hurts. Okay. And so last, I haven't men- mentioned him yet, but Jaw Felix. I made a bold statement last week on this podcast, and I'll be damned. It should have played out. They did have chances. two moments. There were no. There were two moments. He. First, he has the – where he lofts – who did they play? Um, where he lofts Danny Ward, goes goes right – gets in behind the defense, one-on-one with the goalkeeper, sends it over him, and from the angle where I'm sitting watching the game, I'm like, that's not going in. But mm-hmm. it was, I knew it was going to be so close. Dinks off the post, no goal.
1: All right, fine, whatever. Yeah.
0: We got time left in the game. It's cool. About 10, ten minutes later probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Offside's goal, <laughs> and I'm I'm losing my mind. I We're can, watching the game, and I Luke can, says, yeah, um, "Hey, this. Paul, that may have been offside." Said, so, "No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> offside." Yeah. And I'm like, "You know what? It's fine. He has a second half." Yeah, no it don't work out. No, no he didn't. <laughs> and guess what? Guess what I see? I see Connor fucking Gallagher sub on <laughs> and run around like an idiot and for me, 45 minutes. Me being the person I'm like, there's no way Gallagher's going on for Felix. That's not a like for like swap. And, and turns what out he just brings him on for Felix. All right. Well, so we might as well do it now, Luke. I made a bold claim last week on this podcast that Felix would score, and it didn't work out. Some Somehow it didn't. So I get a punishment, so... Yeah, I think we're just going to go with another topic that you have to describe, but this time we're going to do 45 seconds, because that was a bit out there for you to make that bold statement, so I think you have to suffer a little bit more. All right, the suffering is necessary. Yes, thank you, you beat me to it. (laughs) Um, So I think the topic that I want you to explain this time around is... hmm. I wasn't quite prepared for a topic on this one. Let me think real fast. I mean, you just got to think of something. I thought of something, too. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, okay. I want you to explain to me how you make a cake. What's the correct order for ingredients? Tell me when the timer starts. And go. Number one. You sit there and you contemplate which cake you want to bake. Okay, don't stalk. I need ingredients. Go. <laughs> no. Go. I'm getting there. Number two, we go to Publix. No, stop. Stop. <laughs> nope. You're, this is you're gonna start over if you don't no, do this. This is completely impartial. <laughs> Your time is stopped until you keep going. What second am I on? I'm not telling you. Twenty, twenty-five, twenty-three. I think. All right, Luke. Whenever you're ready, you can start the timer, and I will go. Yeah, you're gonna wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what kind of cake do you want me to bake you? Uh, let's do strawberry, your favorite. All right. Bet. Okay. So you're going go to go up to a minute now. <laughs> no, I'm not. And, <laughs> and go. I'm really not. <laughs> go. So when you get to Publix, you pull out a shopping cart. I'm going to. I am and, so over this. You're going to pick up flour. You're going to pick up probably a little. You're going to get some. I want some natural strawberries. We're gonna get some strawberry flavoring. We're gonna get um, some cake mix because, duh, we gotta buy a pan to cook it in. Mm-hmm. Um, we want icing to put on the top, so probably strawberry icing, depending on how what road we want to go down. Um, and I think that's almost all we need. I mean, I probably have everything else at the house, so I mean, I'm really prepared to bake a cake. Okay, you're. This is ridiculous. <laughs> it's so bad Listen, with us. You're just mad, bad. I'm not. I'm not bad. You're bad. You're the one who doesn't know how to make a You, it. you me? don't even know what ingredients go in a cake. <laughs> all right, tell me right now what ingredients go in a cake. Flour, eggs. Um, I said eggs. Sugar. That's what I said. Um, I said everything else is at the house. That's. It goes okay, without saying. All right. Well, let's just move on from this segment. <laughs> all right, we're ending this segment now. It's gone on too yeah. long. Bye. <laughs> All right, everyone. Welcome back to Top Bins with Twins. We are going to do a segment of Buy or Sell. Let's do it. So, Paul, I think I'm going to go first. I have a buy in mind that I think that you're not going to love, frankly. Uh, okay. I, I know exactly where this is going. Let's see if you can predict it. Who do you think I'm going to pick? Marcus Rashford or Bruno Fernandes. Completely wrong. Nope. Wrong team. So, I think that... One of the prime targets that I'm looking at for possibly bringing in, possibly not is Kai Haberts. I don't dislike that. I think that I he, really don't. you know, he had a good week this week, got a goal, put in a good performance. Yo, his his finish was awesome. Right. And I think that's the thing with him, right. Is everyone's just been waiting for it to click with him right and now. He's got a more kind of creative team around him with Zhao Felix so mm-hmm. midfield with Enzo. I mean, that ball he played was beautiful over the top. Yeah, just laughed at it. But I really do like kind of where he could be going in the course of the next couple of weeks. They have a double coming up. Um, they do play Liverpool in that double, so we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But Goals. That game's going to have goals and a. Right. I think he's up there um, with kind of like Ollie Watkins is maybe one of the prime targets that's going to kind of develop through the course of this week. Uh, um. So I, I agree with you. I think Havertz is a honestly a really good investment target. But if we're looking forward at Chelsea's schedule, so I mean this week Everton, I love that matchup Villa. I think there's goals in that game. I think Liverpool there's goals. Honestly, I I I actually really do like I'm I'm. I think I'm coming around to agree with you. Look, looks I, like I might be convincing Paul to make a transfer. <laughs> I mean, possibly. if I did that, I'd have double Chelsea up front, which I, is something I don't want to do. I mean, they score so many goals. Why would you not? I mean, they're starting They're starting. They to turn around better. a little bit. They're looking better. I mean, so if we, if we look at Chelsea over the last, what is it, five game weeks? I mean, they've been – they're not scoring a lot, but, I mean, three against Leicester – which I mean, Leicester has been everybody's punching bag this year. So they have. I mean, Leicester's right in the relegation fight again. And they are rightfully there. They, I have no pity for them after the way they've played. Yeah, but I mean, if we if we, I mean, they also scored two goals against a good Dortmund team at home. So I mean, I think maybe this is Chelsea kind of coming back a little bit this year. And also, I think they're getting healthy throughout again. the course of the year with Grand Potter here. They've been in good positions. It's just never kind of clicked, and they've had injury issues. They've had form issues with players. And I think that this is a really good point for them. So, Luke, I have a or sell for you. All right, go ahead. This is all so predictable. I think this week, Cristiano Pulisic. I wish we had noises we could play that <laughs> were fitting for this, you know, fortuitous moment that I think we could all predict coming. Yeah, I think we all kind of knew where this was going to go eventually, but let's but let's hear your case. Why do you think Cristiano Pulisic is a good option for FPL? I mean, I think the case we just detailed about Chelsea's matchups, how they're starting to turn the corner. And if you look at that attack, also did I, I think I saw some tweets today about injury issues Chelsea's been having. If Sterling Did I see Sterling's name on there? I don't want to misquote know. this. I don't I may not have. But I I think if he's if if Pulisic starts, I think we see results from him. Yeah, I I think that's possible. Definitely, he whenever he came on um, against Dortmund, he he looked like he was lacking that fitness, but he did look. He had that kind of spry look to him where he was ready to cut, make moves, and it's something Paul and I have talked to a fair about a fair amount off the podcast that that initial Chelsea Christian Pulisic had a spring and cutting ability that mm-hmm. the one over the past season to a season and a half or two has not quite had. And I no. think if he can find that little... We've seen spurts. We've seen moments. Right, but he just needs to find that little extra quickness and agility that I think will make a big difference for him. And, you know, that that's the difference between scoring a goal or having a defender tip it aside for, you know... Yeah, I mean, he corner. was in good form before he got hurt, so... Let's um let's see what happens with that Luke. What is your next buy? Um so my next buy is something that I did not think I was going to be interested in but after the run of fixtures and the upcoming fixtures they have this team is kind of interesting to me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And that team is Bournemouth. Oh, interesting. Right? So if you look at Bournemouth's recent run of fixtures, they played really well against Arsenal. We're up 2-0 at the Emirates and then end up conceding the goals, right? Like Arsenal is one of the best teams. That's not really necessarily even a bad loss, right? Um, it's a good momentum builder. And then they play Liverpool. They win 1-0. They look good. And now they've got a really good run of fixtures. Their next four over the next three game weeks are Villa away, Fulham at home, Brighton at home, and then Leicester away. And then after that, to the end of the season, their two toughest matchups are going to be Spurs and Man United. And then they have, they're playing nine of the next, of their last matches. So from game week 30 on to game week 38, they're playing six out of those nine matches against other teams in the relegation fight. I feel like that's a really good run of fixtures. It's it's probably the best out of any team. In it kind of scares re- me, though. Luke. In the remaining portion of the Premier League. I mean, if you look at their players, right, um, Solanke is probably going to be the best shout to bring someone in. And he's so cheap. He would enable you to, if you want to get on that Sala bandwagon, you could go yeah. Solanke up top with even Kane and Holland together. And still get Salon and still build a good team around them with the budget midfielders that are out there. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a that's a good point. I, mean, I think there is also a possibility. Maybe we see people going more like five at the back later on in the season. I could see with Chilwell maybe coming into form, Trippier, maybe um, Trent does, and Rhys James. I could see us migrating more towards you know like a you know like two three five maybe or two four four. Just kind of more commonplace, like um, template builds that are having more defenders in the back oh. than they are right now. So it's something to look at, and I think Bournemouth is an interesting team to keep an eye on. I won't be transferring them in. Um, it would be around game week thirty when I would be really be looking at it. But that's kind of my
1: highlight speculative
0: option for the future. It's an interesting take there. I mean, I'm mm-hmm. I don't hate it. So um, just to go back a little bit, my point about Christian Pulisic. That was slightly joking, slightly something I may do. But for other people, I'm not going to advise that for FPL because it's too much of a risk. I, my big buy of the week has probably been Chilwell, which we may be a little late here, but the run of fixtures Chelsea have, you get him on a double in 29. And playing Everton this week, I really like that. As long as he's healthy and we don't hear anything this week, mm-hmm. I think he's a good buy option. Yeah, initially I was thinking that you know someone like Chilwell in, and then bringing maybe like Ollie Watkins in, mm-hmm. but maybe the inverse of that is better. Thinking that maybe like as I said earlier, Havertz might be a good shout. So yeah. Maybe Havertz up top, and then bringing a defender like um, maybe Naughty Cash, or I really like I really like Moreno from Villa as well. He just got an assist this weekend, kind of settling in in that Unai Emery system. So it's something to look at. Um, but do you want to do the first sale poll? I'll pass it over to you. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to talk about the, from my FPL team perspective, I think at this point, the one person I would have going out this week or next week for sure is probably Harry Kane, which I really hate the idea of that, but I want to get somebody in on a double, which is probably going to be Watkins who I think is a great buy. I mean, scored again last week. I mean, great header, great finish from him. But the thought of getting rid of Harry Kane, really, I don't like it because he's consistent with points, and they play Southampton in 28 and Everton in 29. I mean, he's going to get – you know you're going to get a result from one of those games at the bare metal. and so in kind of a statistical comparison between the two teams, Tottenham had an XG of 1.73 this week against Forrest. And Villa had next year of one point nine nine against West Ham, yeah. and that was away at West Ham. So, um, pretty similar at this for this week. So maybe not a lot to take away from those stats this week. Yeah, um, I don't know. We're I like I said, I don't like the idea of it, but maybe something I have to do. It's it's very possible. That's true. Um, so do you, while we're on the topic, do you like the idea of Ollie Watkinson, or how do you feel about that transfer? Oh, yeah, transfer? absolutely. He's he's coming in my team maybe this week, probably next week. Okay. If not this week, next week, because uh, we've talked about it before in this podcast, but I am loaded up for game week 29. Going to bench boost, most likely. Mm-hmm. People on the mini league, you never know. Maybe I won't. <laughs> yeah, who yeah, knows? You're fully in us. Who knows? knows? <laughs> who knows? Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, um, but I... I Watkins makes too much sense with the with the form he's on the double, their matchups in the double I think are games they can get goals in. I mean, they play Chelsea and Leicester. Chelsea, we'll see if they're coming. If they really are coming into form, that could be difficult. But I mean, even this week, if you bring them in, they play Bournemouth, which Luke was talking just talking about Bournemouth. And from their attacking perspective, I can see that. But from defending, mm, I I, I would I would not bet on them to keep clean sheets. Yeah, I I don't I don't think. Yeah, that that that's a matchup I like. Yeah, well that's good. I think um, okay, I'm gonna kind of go on to a sell of the week that okay, I think which maybe not even sell, but stay away for the week. Okay, I like that. I like and that. And that is Hummingson from Tottenham. I think his goal. I, I love to see it for him. I think it's amazing that he got that, and I really do hope that he continues to score goals. But his price on a team in Tottenham that yeah. the chances are few and far between, and usually if there is one, it goes to Harry Kane. I just think that it's not an advisable buy at this point. Maybe if he gets another goal, I would feel a lot better about it. See repeated weeks of you know scoring goals. We would need more than a couple weeks. Right, but I think even if you're wanting to take a speculative buy on him, mm-hmm. I would wait for yeah. another week. I agree know? with that. I so. agree all right, so back over to you, Paul. Who is a sell that you would recommend? Um, I think this is kind of in we, – we talked about this a little bit on the pod earlier on. But I think l- if you're a Mo Salah owner, I think it's – we if you if you got it initially to that little run earlier on against United, everything going on with that, you probably got really lucky because I, I just don't see Salah performing – Getting getting sustained results over this run of fixtures they have. I mean, and first off, I mean we have a blank coming up in twenty eight, so that's already one x. And then they play City, Chelsea, Arsenal, Leeds, and Nottingham Forest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I honestly the Leeds matchup, yes that that one for me. You can probably target that. Maybe take a one week flyer that would work. But even against Nottingham Forest, I really don't love that matchup for Liverpool. Right. Yeah. And if you. And then if you throw in, in Champions League matches and all that stuff like I there's there's too much there's a rotation risk a little bit like let's say something could happen in the Champions League match right that's true or he just gets worn out in the Champions League match and then he misses the City match and he gets maybe a little bit more out of form cuz he's not playing as much on uh, to me, there's just too much of a risk with Mosala and that money can be allocated in so many other places. It's it's the price mm-hmm. to the production for me, really. Yeah, I think that there's there's so many interesting midfielders right now. You've got um, Phil Foden playing really well, Philip of um, House Foden. Yes, the you know the royalty apparently <laughs> Sarah, according to Paul. Philip. That's, I wish we could clip that one. (laughs) We're not going to. Um, Okay. No mistakes. I think I will kind of move on after my train of thought got derailed there. Thank you, Paul. Um, Sorry. To the final sell of the week for me. And I think the one that I'm recommending is Marcus Rashford. Okay. Right. And I honestly, I think that there's a possibility he he does stay amongst the goals and perform well. Mm Mm-hmm but I don't think his production is going to be quite the same with Casemiro being out for four games after that red card he received this week. It's going to really impact United and the way they play as a team. Casemiro does so many things for them. I mean, defensively so important, but also he leads to their transition moments that convey into Marcus Rashford goals. And he, Rashford has had this amazing way of maneuvering down the pitch in these one-on-one, two-on-one situations, getting a shot off and converting these really low XG chances, right? So I think those XG chances are going to be even lower with Mm -hmm. less of them overall, right? So I think selling Rashford and if you have a good midfielder in mind that you're kind of waiting on or wanting to get in your team, he might be a good person to take out for them. Yeah, I think another thing that factors into that, Luke, which I think you made a lot of great points there, is is about Casemiro. is that tin hog came out in a press conference i think it was maybe after the match or sometime between then i, was, I saw threads on twitter about it or just quotes where he's talking about bruno's probably gonna have to play deeper in their mm-hmm. midfield which to me i mean bruno does so much to unlock everything up in the front for them they do play I mean they if play if well if together he's I agree. if he's dropping lower i think you're gonna see rashford have to drop deeper than he already is and he's just not going to be able to go on those runs. I, sl- I don't, I don't runs see Rashford middle. dropping deeper. I think the, with or the way they're going to play, I think that would be Anthony who's dropping deeper. Rashford, they're going to leave isolated up top so he can have those runs, play in behind, use his okay. pace. He, it, it, it could be one of the two. You're probably more right than I am. But even if that does happen, he's not going to get the service that he had before. Right, with exactly. Deeper. And that, that's my point is that I think he's yeah. going to be negatively impacted without his presence. And it's it's really going to impact his numbers, I think. And honestly, with the, how great he's playing and the performance he's putting in, I really don't hope it drops off because he is in prime form. Yeah, one of the stories of the year, exceptionally well. Um, for sure, you, he all the work that he's done for the community, really trying to support people and you know focusing on kids, making sure that you know there's yeah everyone's okay. getting fat. all he, very admirable all players. amazing, right? So I, I wish him all the best of success, but I think that an FPL he's an asset in your teams to maybe look at and question mm-hmm. if, is this a viable player for my team? Yep. 100% I agree more. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else you want to throw in this segment, Luke? Can no, you, I think that'll about? wrap for us on that segment. Okay. Segment done. All right. Welcome back to Top Bins with Twins. Um, if you haven't yet, you should follow us on Twitter. At Top Bin Twins. And YouTube, too, because we post our videos on YouTube. Yes, we do. And the videos do great there. And Spotify. <laughs> you are, should see our numbers. They are off the charts. We are talking to many different advertisers right now. Shh, Luke, we can't talk about this and on And let's here. just say, <laughs> there's a lot to come. I'm going to quit my job. <laughs> just kidding. I don't recommend that. <laughs> I'm the numbers guy, and I do not recommend that one, Paul. Um, okay. Um. But about this segment. So we're... We're now back to top five mm-hmm. transferred in, and this week it's Luke's turn to go for it. So, Luke, let's roll with it. Okay. Who do you so think – we're not going to put any order on it, just who do you think top five transferred in are? Number one. I'm hiding with my hands. We can't ben see. Chilwell. That's a check. Number two. Ollie Watkins. He's in the top five. Mm. Um, number two. I think it's going to be – Um, Trissard's not... Trissard's probably in the top five. Mm. Mm, interesting. Uh, Martinelli, top five. He's correct. Okay. You have two to get. Um, so you have Chilwell, Watkins, and Martinelli that are all correct. Is Trippier in the top five? No, but there's somebody on his team that is. Oh, Almiron, top five. See, 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 see. Okay, one more. Give me this a, is number two. He... Did he score goals this weekend? I mean, um, yes, he did. A goal, I would assume. No. Because only Harry Kane scored two. Well. Yeah. This person did score two goals last weekend. Uh... I have no Luke, idea. You just said it's it's Kane. Oh, it's Kane. Okay, okay. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> I, I literally rolled it out right in front of you. Well, thank you. You, you lobbed it up, and I just missed. So it's okay. It but uh, that was a pretty successful run. Um, do you want to okay. guess the most, the five most transferred out? Paul? I mean, I I, ha- I can't even lie to you. I, was you have it right, right there. Side. Okay, so never mind then. So I'm gonna guess Holland, Salah, Morris, and Rashford. Did I get it right? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> I did not read that off the list. I swear. Okay, so I think for our last little segment here that we're going to do very quickly, we're going to look at some captaincy options for game week 28. Um, best as fuck, boy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear what you said at first. <laughs> it took like a second. Yeah, I'm a little slow. Okay, so Paul, who do you think is the best captaincy option this week? Um, so pulling up my team... Okay, I have one. I'm going to go ahead. So I think that the best captain for this week is going to be Harry Kane. Um, That's who I am tentatively putting as my captain for now. They have Southampton away. Southampton have had a really bad run of fixtures, struggling big time. Um, And I think that Harry Kane getting two goals, maybe he can continue that streak and continue to be a little explosive. You know, off the top of my head, looking at my team, because I really haven't dove into who I want to be my captain this week, I actually may choose Martinelli. Crystal just, Palace at home? Yeah, just based on his run of fixtures. And Palace has, have not been defending well. was probably because we have a wounded baby eagle who hasn't been playing Chris Richards. I mean, it makes sense. Oh, yes. They're being feasted on. It makes sense. His absence is glaring. Yeah, but if you th- I think Martinelli if you look at his last let's see so he has since 24 he has a 6 pointer against Villa he has a 10 pointer against Leicester 16 against Everton 2 against Bournemouth eh. and then 8 against Fulham um you do have to have the stipulation that one of those was a tap and goal at the, end of the match that was well, which one was that that was Everton right that I think was, that's where he got the goal because no, he got two goals against. he, he subbed on for that goal I think it was – it was maybe – it probably was – I think it was Everton Everton at the end. I was probably inflating the numbers a little bit. But, I mean, if you look at those games, I mean, his XG against Villa, .99 – or XGI is .99, Leicester, .30, Everton, 1.06, Bournemouth, .33, and then last week against Fulham was 1.15. So, theoretically, he's outperforming his XG and XA he may be outperforming, but I mean, but he is a player who tends to do that. And I think Jesus goes in spurts too. He's a very hot and cold player. Jesus coming back. He he's in fine form. So it is a good shout to captain him. Yeah. I think another one that is going to be very popular with all the transfers in that have gone on over the past week, week or two, it's going to be Ivan Tony. He's got Mm -hmm. Lester at home. Um, Brentford are going to be, you know, honestly they're pushing for a top five position, right? So, yeah, I think this is a good opportunity for them to kind of get in the goals, build momentum, and um, carry that over into their next double game week. Yeah. Um, another thing I think that a lot of us, the kind of diverting away from captaincy, I think that I'm a little worried about is I have a full team that's playing right now, but the moment that I have somebody not play, I have no points on my bench because I have three Brighton players sitting on my bench right now. But that that is a concern. But at the same time, a lot fine. of people are going to be struggling even just to get just to fill out a team. I mean, we have get ten out and get eleven out there. How many teams do we have blanking this week? There is one, two. I think it's six. Yeah, it's six. Yeah, but we've got major ones between United, City, um, Brighton, um, Fulham, and then fulham as well so about fulham yeah there there there's some pretty big blank coming up but i think you know overall i do see kane as the probably prime um captain target for this week coming up yeah he's probably the most practical and yeah as we talk about harry kane's mr steady he's going to get your result if we're going to look at form past couple of weeks matchups it kind of points towards him so i could see that being the popular one for everyone so i think do you have any closing thoughts for this episode that you want to leave with the listeners? Um, I really... Nothing really pops out, I think. Just be be aware of these blanks this week. Be aware of how you're, how you're looking heading into 29 because if you're in the same boat as me, we've put a lot on game week 29 and we need to be as prepared as we possibly can because, I mean, there's still little adjustments that I need to make to my team to be prepared, and I wildcarded. So, mm-hmm. I mean, just... stay stay on the lookout and i'm starting i'm starting to formulate my chip strategy for what i want to do later on but yeah we can get on into that later on um but i would like to thank everyone for listening this week we've really enjoyed this episode um Mm -hmm. be sure to you know let us know if you enjoy what we're talking about you know reach out to us in our twitter account and I think that'll do it for us this week. So thanks yep. for listening. Real quick, if there's ever any punishments you want us to do for Red Arrow, Green Arrow, or any predictions, just drop drop a little comment on the Twitter or send a message to us, and we'll we would love to interact with it. Yes. Also, if you appreciate the threads or anything that we're doing, let mm-hmm. us know because we feel like that's a that's a really good something for us to continue in the future. And yep, um, you kind of voicing that lets us know that it's something we should continue. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yep. Have a good rest of your See day. You next week.